Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Start dreaming, start believing, and start seeing that God provides, uh, you know, the provision for that vision. Christy Moyle says that God cares about your entire being. She says if you can believe God in one area, you can believe in all the others. She says as you pursue one area, pause for a moment and appreciate all the other things he is lining up for you as well. Christy Moyle recently released a new book, That's My House, and there she discusses finances and how this can be a turning point in our relationship with God. She's going to share her own personal journey with finances and how we can get to that same place as well. Today's guest has been on our show several times. She has authored a number of books, including her latest one, That's My House. We've discussed everything from family to children to now finances. We're joined today by Christy Amoyo. Tell us a little bit uh, about your family and about yourself for our listeners that haven't had the chance to meet you just yet. Well, you know, I guess writing books was just the um, result of living a life of faith, right? But really just um, learning how to trust God in every area of my life. And so as I would really just take these steps with my family, my own family, I mean, it starts at home first, right? And we had our our struggles with pregnancy and we had a lot of depression, anxiety. There was a lot going on. And yet we were pastoring at a church and we were ministering for 10 years and we were so overwhelmed with the doing good, right? And doing stuff for God that we didn't realize that we were just really ignoring our own personal relationship with him. And so when everything felt like it came crashing in, we said, what are we doing wrong, first of all? But then also, well, why hasn't God spoke to us personally lately, Uh right? And you really got to take a step back and say, okay, God, what's going on? And as soon as we started to do that, um, he really opened up our eyes to what faith actually is. And and faith is believing in what he actually he says in his word and walking it out. And so we know that's like the hardest part is to we say, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And then um, we see in his word, you know, a challenge. Right. And we're going, oh, I'm I'm nervous. I don't want to stand up and share my faith or I don't want to stand up and go against what, let's say myself personally, what doctors had said to me. Um, and that was a real challenge. But the word became so big and so real in me that those challenges just became easier to say, no, God said this. And I had to just start with that one thing in my life. And so, like I said, we struggled like with pregnancy losses and um, praise God, all my babies are in heaven. I know that now, you know, and so we've come through this big healing, but now I have four kids (laughs) (laughs) and it was such, um, it was such a faith, you know, fighting the good fight of faith. Um, time for us when it came to our children. And really, it is that daily one step at a time, one day at a time, and getting filled with God, but also having to walk out in this world and say, what do I actually believe? And so yeah, it started with our family. And then um, my husband came through depression, anxiety. And he really put the weight of the world on his shoulders when it came to like providing for our family. And, you know, the frustration that can come. I mean, as a young couple, we got married. And within one month, um, he had gotten into a car accident. A drunk driver Mm. hit us. And he broke his arm and he lost his job. So that was one month into our marriage. And he had all these student loans that we were, you know, all of a sudden tackling. And 
he still had to take another course yet before he became the youth pastor at the church. And there was just like, life hit us so hard. (laughs) And And there was joy in the midst of it too. And waiting to make youth pastor money. I mean, it's not like you were waiting (laughs) for a big, huge paycheck to come in, right? So. Right. You know, so really, we have all these plans in our heart, right? But like the scripture says, many are our plans, but God will direct our steps. And not like he brings these bad things. What he's bringing us um, is good things through these situations, right? He's saying, no, no, I'm right here. No, no, just listen to me. I'll show you how. Uh, Don't fear. Don't worry. I've got this. Just talk to me, right? And so, yeah, it became those many years of like, Okay, now I'm working for God because I'm so excited what he did in our life. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, we had to really have that personal time with him. And then from there, it came really uh, into every area. I said, well, God, healing, I believe, is just, I mean, I walk in divine health. That's what I say every day. And, um, you know, being able to pray for people and see miracles happen in their life, too. But God says miracles are just what he does. You know, that's who he is. And so taking that now and going into our finances and saying, okay, God, now I'm taking these scriptures that I learned from healing. Well, there must be financial ones. Oh, my goodness. There's so many. There's so many on God's goodness and provision in our life. And then you start to walk down that road. And no, it's not easy. Again, you're faced with like, (laughs) you know, every challenge possible. But then you go, wait a second. God says this. Well, how about this time instead of doing what I did last time, because it's obviously not working, I'll do this. And you start to kind of challenge your faith and walk it out and say, okay, God, what now? And so that's just how we've been in our life in, you know, taking the word to every area and saying, wait a second, God says this in his word. Now, am I going to trust or am I going to walk away? It really is every area. Like I was just thinking, we've talked to you before about helping people through uh, pregnancy loss and things like that. You've helped us think about uh, raising our kids with uh, crayons and crumbs, right? And uh, also our marriages. And now you're bringing us to our finances too. So I love that. Like you're covering every base. (laughs) Yes. And that's exactly what God does, right? He doesn't just bombard you and show you everything all at once. Here, fix every area of your life right now. <laughs> it's like one step at a time, like I said. And so this this was timely um, for That's My House. It's, it's years of trying to understand and walk in finances when finances aren't the, the go-to topic in churches, right? So here's my Christian walk trying to decide like, okay, God, you've, you have scriptures. There's scriptures in the Bible more than there are about faith and prayer. There's finances. And I'm like, why? Why is there so many? And so you really just got to take time. God cares about every single area. And I believe that finances are such an important part of our walk. And I say that because we see these physical, you know, tangible uh, money and coin in our hands, and we're giving it away. And it's such a I don't know, it's something we see, we're looking straight at, and we see it go. And that's hard for a lot of us to to let go and be like, but I, I've worked so hard or I've done this yeah. and I've, 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 meanwhile, you're saying, wait a second, God says we're stewards of everything he's blessed us with. So how can I trust? How can I trust when I got bills that are due? 
<laughs> how can I trust when I have this huge vision and that's where that's my house came from. I've got this huge vision. How do I walk this out when I don't have a down payment or money in the bank that says I'm the head and not the tail. Uh-huh. I'm above only, I'm not beneath. You know what I mean? So that's what this book really challenges and really encourages people is to just start, start dreaming, start believing and start seeing that God provides, uh, you know, the provision for that vision. How did you guys, like you mentioned, your husband would put the weight on his shoulders of having to provide for the family, right? So how did you make that shift to, oh, God provides? Yeah, um, even to this day, like this is where marriage is so good. Um, is that we balance each other out so well, right? He, I feel like sometimes he took a little bit longer in this area because that was such a hard thing for him to understand was that he didn't have to put that weight on and say, I'm the provider. You know, I got to take care of my wife and my kids. And although that's very good to know, cause you can't just stop working. Right. And you can't, um, yeah, take it all on yourself, but what he had to do, and he still does, is is it's such a mental thing, right? And he really had to, again, get in that word, speak the word, teach the word, right, as he's listening and learning things. Um, and that just turned his whole trust into, okay, God. And it came, so I, I'll tell the first story. Um, when I started really diving into this, because I said, okay, God, you healed me, and I know about healing scriptures, now I need to know finances, our washer broke. And now you got four kids and you definitely need a washer. And it was the washer and dryer. I don't know. There was, yeah, very old in our, our first house. And so um, I remembered hearing just a testimony about sowing a seed and believing that you receive it. And so I'm like, okay, well, I have no money. I had $50 on me. And I said, well, that's definitely not enough for a washer dryer combo or something. Right. And I said, okay, I could go finance it today. And worry about the payments in a year, or I could sow the seed and just believe that God's going to bring the weight. And so when he came home one day, I said, that's it. We're sowing this seed for the dryer that we need. And he's like, really? For a washer dryer? Like, there's bigger issues in our life. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I said, yeah, let's sow this and let's believe that we receive. Because when we ask, God hears. And he says he answers our prayers, right? So I said, that's what we're going to do. And we're believing for our washer dryer. So then, um, so it was my dryer that that uh, stopped working. So what happened was the next day I was doing laundry again. And I thought, oh, I'll just press the button. And it actually turned on and it started to work. And I was like, oh, thank you, God. But then I stopped and I said, no, I'm not plucking up that seed. I said, thank you, God, my dryer's working right now, but I thank you, the new one's on its way. And so, again, so here's, I'm going to tell you, for nine months, um, I every time I did laundry, I thanked God for my new washer and dryer, and I just didn't let go. And my aunt all of a sudden called me one day, and she works at the Goodwill here in Winnipeg, and she said, you won't believe it, Christine, I thought about you right away. And I said, okay. And she says, a brand new front loading Maytag washer dryer just came into our store. And I thought that's got to be Christie's. And I didn't have this like great, you know, like relationship with my aunt that she knew I even needed anything, but she goes, I thought of you right away. Um, we would put it up for 1500, but I'll give it to you for 500 if you want it. Wow. And I'm, 
I want it. Now, I didn't have $500. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, Auntie, I know that's mine. And so she gave me kind of a deadline, like Friday, pick it up. And I said, perfect. Now, what I did know is that um, a gift was coming to me of 300 So I knew I had $300 coming. And I said, well, that's going to go towards the dryer. God, thank you. I thank you again. Washer, dryer, here I come. Um, and when I had shared with my grandma that, oh, yeah, we found this washer, dryer, she just pulls out $200 here. That's yours. And so there was the $500 needed. And I'm going, God. <laughs> now, I learned a lot in that. And I learned a lot, mostly not from the, the praying and amen. And then the here it is. It's all that in between. How do you stand in faith? How do you actually just stay and believe when you don't physically see it in your hands yet? So I, that's where this book comes from. And that's why this book is different kind of than the rest, because I put a devotion section at the back um, that is just filled with scriptures on provision. And it's just really for you to take time and write down your dreams, your goals, your maybe seeds that you sow, things you're believing for, and just really trusting God. Because sometimes those things don't just come immediately, you know, the next minute after you say amen. (laughs) When it comes to finances, there can be a lot of fear involved. Uh, A lot of like you think money, you're like, no, 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 no. I'm listening to you right now saying this is great, but there's going to be some people that are going to be like, I'm still so scared to let this go and to experience this. How did you guys get past that? Well, again, like I said, I write down in a lot of my books, if you've, uh, if anybody's read them, they're going to see a lot of little details and it is really those day to day, like, is this actually going to happen? Right. You start to question and just like, well, what happens when I start to question God, I'm going to just get in his word and I'm going to read that, that scripture about provision again. And I'm going to just thank him. You know, I'm going to thank him for that. And Yes, it's hard. And I'll be honest, we don't have to tell everybody around us everything. <laughs> and so when we pray and we just believe, um, other people aren't going to catch our vision that we have either, or they have other things to say that's really going to draw on us. So we do have to be careful and guard our own hearts um, when it comes to anything, anything we're believing God for, right? And like I said, especially finances, because you do feel it. And the immediate response is like, well, I'm going to be short at the end of this week. Um, So I can't do this. I can't do that. Meanwhile, it's let's say it's Monday. (laughs) You know, if you're determining that you're not going to have enough money Friday and it's only Mm -hmm. Monday, then you really got some uh, God talks you got to do because anything can happen today. Today is the day. Right now. Faith is. And so if you're open to say, God, show me opportunities, God, show me um, how I can do these things, because it's not bad, right? Um, my own personal story of, of going out with my friends for dinner one night, I remember they said, hey, on Friday, let's go for dinner. And I'm thinking, okay, God, I don't have any room in my budget. Like we make budgets, right? And, and I'm thinking of how much I want to spend here, how much I want to, but do you know, God can just mess that up. Yeah. <laughs> Your heart is tugged towards a ministry to give to them. I say give. Why? Because it says you shall receive overflow and we trust God. And so anyways, as I'm looking at that, I'm saying, okay, God, I'm going out uh, with my friends for dinner. I know this is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. I'm not going out every night and and spending away all this money. It's um, I knew there was a mission involved in it 
right? And so I'm, I didn't tell them nothing. I didn't ask my husband for any extra cash or anything. I just said, I'm going. And Friday comes and I actually um, wasn't too sure yet on where the money was coming in my account. I said, okay, God, well, thank you. I'm still going tonight and I know that you're providing. And uh, when I got there, my one friend says, by the way, girls, this is all on me tonight. So just go nuts, you know? Nice. <laughs> and it was like, okay. And no, that doesn't happen all the time, but you know, in your heart, yeah. you know, when your heart is right. And you know, when you're, um, you're doing things that, you know, yes, you don't want to put your family and your life in jeopardy when it comes to finances, but you do know when it's, it's still, it's a good thing to do. And when things are, are right and you can, um, even when it comes to grocery shopping and stuff, that was, that was a big one for me too. God, we need food. We need food and you want us to have, you know, like good food. And so I'm not going to base, um, let's say base all my, all my decisions on, on fear, right? Like fear is the biggest thing. And, and when we can cast out all our fear and we can see a vision, we know that God is providing throughout and every day and um he says over and above and next level faith and so it's really it is a challenge but i say it's so worth it i hear you saying though too like i'm picking up um you're saying have big faith and have trust but at the same time you're not saying be reckless and just spend money and god will magically provide like you guys budget like you mentioned uh, what I hear you saying is spend time in prayer, seek God out. What's he given you a passion for, a desire for, and yeah. kind of have discernment, I guess, in how you're spending your money then. Yeah, that's right. I say learn. Learn as much as you can. The very first um, kind of teaching that I heard of was The Blessed Life by Pastor Robert Morris, Gateway Church. And I was like, The Blessed Life, what does that even mean? You know, and I started to really seek out like I want to know what this blessed life is people say my I'm blessed right we say blessed yeah, all the time yeah. I say blessings to you guys all the time right like we're blessed but what does that actually mean and so that was a great teaching it talked about tithing it talked about giving it's alms giving and all these different types of giving and I just I didn't know anything and so it's so important that if you don't know about something really get to know get to know what God says and just pray about it and you know, we talk about the tithe and we can get into, oh, tithe is the 10% and it's this and it's your first fruits and your first offerings and all these things. And that can just scare so many people away because we're like, there goes all my money. <laughs> yeah. But, but what it is, is again, if we take the stance of saying, well, I'm a good steward. God's given me all these things and I'm going to continue to steward what he's giving me. Um, I want to learn what he says then about it. I want to learn what the Bible says about tithing and giving and what that has to do in my life. And we had such a visual when we first started the church of tithing. My cousin actually said, when you were praying about the tithing, she goes, I saw a huge fence. And it's like she said, God, show me this huge fence that's just put up around us, you know, where he's he's protecting us. And, and we have to really see that sometimes in a vision of God is really protecting us, leading us, guiding us. He's not going to let us fail. He's going to talk to us. But like you said, if you're willing to listen. Your book, That's My House. What differentiates this book from other Christian books about finances? Well, I'd like to say that 
you know, we're just, we're real people with, I say real faith and a real God, because we've seen, you know, just those little steps along the way that I do think are so important to take. Um, yes, I teach a lot of topics and things at the church, but it is always backed up with, these are the little steps. And these are the feelings that I went through as, as I took those, because it wasn't easy. Um, a little piece of that's my house is that I was literally, you know, looking towards getting this house and, and expanding my vision and saying, God, can you actually provide and all these things. And God brought so many other just um, blessings along the way and, and, and people being healed and, and set free and like church growth and our business growth and all these things happened as I was pursuing this vision. And it is all those little details because throughout it all, I actually let go of that house I was pursuing. I had to let go and say, God, it's not working out. I don't know what to do. And tears came and, you know, emotions came and that unsure feeling and everything came. And I write about that. But then, you know what? It was given back to me again. And so we just, I, I, that trust part is the biggest thing, right? And when you get to that place, you say, God, I don't know. I just let go. Like, I don't know what to do. God always makes a way. God always makes a way. And again, we might be pursuing something. And I say, keep pursuing, keep having vision, keep walking forward, keep dreaming big dreams. Because as you do that, you're growing your faith, your, your life is, is being blessed in so many different areas, even if you don't see that one thing that you're praying for. Sometimes we're so like single focused, right? <laughs> we're praying about one thing, but we have to realize, man, God is moving all around us. He wants you built up and whole in every area of your life. He's not just going to let you excel in here. You excel in your finances, but everything else can fall apart. That's not God. That's not God. You are complete and he wants all of you to grow. And so that's, that's how I feel this book is just that personal. Um, it really has that personal touch to it. Again, they're not big. They're not going to, sorry, they're not going to spend hours reading this book, but you are going to be so encouraged and filled up. Um, that you are going to dream big. For those who are interested in picking up your book or learning more about you, how can they go about doing that? Well, um, yes, I do have a website, christiamoyo.com. And on there, there's just a lot of encouragement and ways to connect, also ways to get the book. Um, I have on Facebook and Instagram, My Faith Ministries. Again, the last time I talked to you, I was doing these early morning 6 a.m. devotion and workouts. Well, it turned to 6.30 now, and it's just a devotion for the month of June. But it has been so good, people connecting from all over just to get prayer. You know what? Yes, we're pastors of a church, but I don't expect you to come to my church. I expect to just encourage, and we are all working together. We are all the body of Christ. So however you can get encouragement, get encouragement. You know, get connected with somebody that has bigger faith than you, somebody that has um you know, it looks like they've succeeded in areas that you need to just grow in. Someone who's safe in prayer, you know, and I want to be that for people. I, I really do. What's up next for you? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I do have one more book that's just being finished. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. You're great. I love it. <laughs> I don't know. God just keeps doing this, keeps showing me what to write and how to write it. And it, it just goes with, you know, 
I do see a lot more, um, even just speaking engagements. I was at a, a women's Bible study not long ago, and it was just so awesome and powerful to share, um, share and connect with them. And also just, again, like I said, we're, the, we're all the body. So however it can be an encouragement to each other, let's, you know, let's do that. And that's what I see a lot more happening um, for myself is just stepping out and getting into communities. You know, the biggest thing I encourage people to is just get into kind of like a small group setting. You know, big churches and things are awesome on Sundays to get filled up, lifted and built up. But I really encourage people to get in that small group setting. And hey, I'd love to come and be your guest speaker for that. <laughs> I'd love to pray and encourage you, you know, but it's so important to get intimate and uh, have those faith prayer people around you to hold each other up. Thank you so much for making time for us today. (laughs) And thank you so much for joining us and for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.